time is now satisfied here in your love. Oh, there's nothing better than you. Oh, there's nothing better than you, Lord. There's nothing, nothing is better than you. Well, I'm not afraid to show you my weakness, my failures and flaws, for you've seen them all and you still call me free. The God of the mountain is the God of the valley.
text 16 says that at midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the prisoners were listening to them suddenly there was a great earthquake so the foundation of the prisons were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and every chain was loosed as I've been thinking about this verse over the last few days because I knew that God gave it to me because there's things that he wants to break off of our life amen there's things that he wants to do to set us free so sound sets things in motion but the sound of the Lord sets things in freedom. Amen. Amen. So as we praise and worship, we get our eyes off of us and onto him. We overlook the problems that are around us. This is what I heard the Lord say. Don't stop praising me. Don't stop praising me because you can't see what I'm working on. Don't stop praising me because you can't feel what I'm doing. Even when you cannot see and even when you cannot feel, know that I'm working. I'm always working on your behalf, says the Lord. And someday you will see and you will feel and you will know what I'm doing for you. And this is what I kept seeing. I just kept seeing chains, different kinds of chains. People that were in prison and the chains were holding the doors shut, just like Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas changed the atmosphere of the prison with their praise. Everyone heard. It says everyone heard them. The word for that, the, the Hebrew word is connected to an old Greek word. And that word is halal. And it means to be foolishly, to be loud, to dance. It means to do all kinds of things that people can see. They weren't quiet in their praise. And their praise caused God to come down and move on their behalf. Amen. So I saw these chains. And there were small chains that people maybe they didn't know they had. And there were chains that had them locked up indoors. But some had big chains hanging on them like this big weight that was holding them down big chains great big chains but what I saw is as you keep praising maybe you aren't seeing a breakthrough today but God says keep doing it keep praising because you're gonna see a breakthrough so every time you praise the chains are stretched farther and farther and farther and one day they're gonna break so God says keep on praising when you can't feel it when you can't see it when you don't know it because the chains are being stretched and someday they're going to break. Oh, can we just do that right now? Can we just lift our hands and give him praise? Can we honor our Lord? He is holy. He is holy.
Isn't it precious to be able to be in the presence of the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit person, the Holy Spirit person of God, resonating in our hearts, speaking to our minds while we are yet praising our Lord and Savior, Jesus. And I believe that He's happy believe he's pleased with our worship this morning amen I know I myself have already had a refreshing that I desperately needed how about you this morning amen give him praise I thank the worship team thank you very much uh, you may be seated if you please so I want to move forward here at this moment I want to thank them again for leading us in worship because to me, I'm a worshiper. That's what I do. Could I have a little bit of lighting out there, please? I don't see any precious smiles. I like to see a smile or two when I'm preaching, amen? You don't have to make it bright where they have to put their sunglasses on, but oh, hey, y'all, how you doing? I'm starting to feel lonely up here. I thought I might have been by myself. I'm not an alone person. COVID-19 has not set well with me. Amen? I'm a people person all day long, every day. As a matter of fact, at this season in our life, my wife and I, we are so much a people person in our family. We have four generations count them one two three four living in our home right now at this present season it is most of the time total chaos and i love every bit of it amen i have some uh, outside places where i can go and retreat pastor flynn i can go out and get some peaceful thoughts for a minute or two and then here comes three or two or three or four grandkids and they find papa and uh, that peaceful time is over but i love it it's just a season we have a mommy-in-law in our home we've had her for about five years now uh, we have of course her daughter my wife we have our daughter and we have our daughter's children so uh you know, life goes in seasons, amen? But that just shows you how much I truly am a people person. To even allow that, you have to be a people person, amen? Praise God. Most of you know what I'm saying. I'd like for uh, my wife to uh, stand up and, and just greet the church this morning. Uh, she's lovely, and uh, if I don't get her involved, I feel like I miss the best part of the service. Her smile is contagious.
the Lord. Thank you, baby. See, I wasn't lying. She is contagious, isn't she? That smile just, I mean, that's probably what drew me in. I couldn't get past the smile. That people person got me. Pastor Flynn, would you stand and greet the church, sir, and just tell them about how much you love Jesus? him a meal and sit in his presence and you be quiet listen amen may I never come into your presence pastor without honoring you God bless you thank you for your relationship with the Lord that shines so bright unto us all amen praise God I know you're praying for his wife Continue praying for his wife. Amen. Praise God. Well, I'd just like to say greetings to uh, Cornerstone Worship Center. It's good to be here with you. Rhonda and I literally pray for you guys. Uh, we believe in you. We believe in what you stand for here. We do believe, as I have learned from 
uh, being in, in the annual business meetings, having times to come and fellowship with you, a couple times to come and preach, and also just from watching from afar. I know that you're being led of the great counselor, and we know him as the Holy Spirit of God. Amen? I know that you are. We also believe in your elders, your elder board. I believe that they are absolutely, positively appointed of God, and I believe that they are also being led of the great counselor. But I want to give a special thank you to my buddy, Brother David Bush. He is the, uh, he is the uh, pulpit committee director. They appointed him here, and I know that my personal dealings with him through this time of hunting for your next shepherd, that he has been exceptional. And I mean that in every realm of, of the way. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Brother Bush. He has done a great job. Uh, that part of his particular assignment is about to come to an end because the pastor will be behind this pulpit next Sunday. And uh, he's probably going to have a sigh of relief. And I know he has learned some things in the process. Amen. It's a lot of pressure when you're talking of bringing in the next shepherd who is going to shepherd the souls of God. It is a big responsibility. So we just say thank you to all of you. We know that you are certainly being led of the Holy Ghost, and uh, we appreciate you very much. So my message today is, the title of it is, The Great Counselor. The Great Counselor. And uh, <clears throat> it's kind of funny how us ministers come by our different messages that we give and different thoughts that we receive but uh, about two weeks ago, I was at home. I just re re arrived back home, and my phone rang, and it was uh, one of our sons. And I answered the phone, and he was uh, bawling. He, he was uh, basically out of control sobbing to the point to where he couldn't hardly talk to me. And I said, are you okay? He said, I'm fine, and he's crying. And uh, this particular son is uh, he's wayward he, he, he knows the Lord he has been raised in the Lord but at this time in his life he is away from the Lord and he says I put the radio station on a Christian station and he said man those songs are different today I knew in my heart that it was the Holy Spirit the great counselor that came inside that van and was visiting him. Amen? I knew that. And he says, I don't understand why I cannot stop crying. I said, yes, you do. Come on, somebody. You were raised that way, son. Yes, you do. You know. That's why you called me to confirm it. Amen? And so his name is Joe. And I'd like for you to make it a matter of prayer if you would for Joe because he is certainly being drawn of the great counselor. He is pulling him in. He is bringing his heart. He is showing him his love. And I believe Joe is very, very close. And uh, he is the oldest of three of two others. 
And when Joe comes, we kind of think, open the floodgates, here they come. Amen? You know, they kind of follow Big Brother. They follow you out. Well, hopefully, they'll follow you right back in. Praise the Lord. So in that, in that process, I started thinking of how great the Holy Spirit is, y'all. He is the great counselor. I know that he is a teacher. He is a preacher. He is a spirit of truth. But I'm telling you, the revelations that he shares with us, the wisdom that we receive from him is unmatchable in anything else in your life. No one can teach you and show you the things that the Holy Spirit of God can. Amen? And in these times in which we are living, how many is concerned of your nation today? Amen? We're seeing to way too much violence today in our nation. We're seeing too much hatred towards the truths of God. We're seeing the played out before us today the fight between good and evil. You're watching it played out. It's two spirits. It is the spirit of the Antichrist, and it is the Holy Spirit of God. And they're going at it. Amen? But we know who will prevail, right? Amen? Praise God. We know that good shall prevail over evil. Hallelujah. And we thank God for that. We are not, it is not here now a time for us to throw in the towel, but it is a time for us to raise our banner high and to go forward and love humanity. Love humanity. There are those out there that are hurting. The reason they're doing the things they're doing, some of them at least, is because of a lack of understanding. Amen? They do not have the same revelation we have of Christ. They don't have the same love of God that we have in our hearts and in our lives that they can see that and understand it. But oh, when they see you, loving them when they see you being truthful and honest before them then i believe that the great counselor through you will help as many as possible amen i want you to turn your bible if you would i'm going to read from matthew 5 verse 14 through 16 matthew 5 14 through 16 today praise the lord while you're going there getting that verses ready I'm going to pray over today's message. Father God, we thank you so much. It truly is a privilege and an honor to be here today. It's an honor, Lord, always to be able to bring forth your precious word, your powerful word, your word of truth. And we know that you would lead us in the ways of truth and righteousness, that we would go forth doing good works in this world of darkness. We give you all praise and glory. We thank you, the great holy counselor, the great one who is only known to us as the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost. We thank you, not as an it, not as a something, but as a person of God. We thank you. You are welcome with us today. You are welcome to have your way in every heart and every mind here today. Let us re have things revealed to us today that only you can reveal to us. Quicken us in our spirits today that anything that is going on in us that needs to come to the light, that we would be quickened, convicted, and bring it to the truth of God's marvelous love and light. Today, Lord, we desire to be free and completely free of all sin and shame as we know and appreciate the love of our Savior, Jesus the Christ. 
In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. How many appreciates the truth of God's word? Amen. We've got to have the truth of God's word. Without the truth, we don't even know who we are. Without God's truth, we certainly don't know what we're supposed to be doing. But with God's truth, God's word, and the Holy Spirit counselor, the great counselor who teaches us the truths of God, who gives us revelation of God, the Holy Spirit who brings the wisdom of God into our minds and hearts that we can go forth. Have you ever been talking to somebody and something came out of you and you knew that you knew that you knew that wasn't your thought? Amen? All of a sudden you were speaking the wisdom of God and you were starting to look like a pretty smart person. Amen? And you knew it wasn't you. It was not your thought, but it was the wisdom of God through the power of the Holy Spirit giving you counsel that you could help somebody. Amen? There's times when that happens, and I get a thought, and it's like, oh, this is going to be so good. But it is God, and it is His glory. It is His wisdom coming to us. And we should always not only just thank the Holy Spirit, but we should every day welcome Him into our hearts and lives because He needs to be welcomed. He needs to know, I desire you in my life. I want you in my life. Amen? Matthew 5, 14. As we said a moment ago, this is not a time that we are to throw in the towel and cower down. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Saints of God, the Word of God is encouraging our hearts today that we are not going to throw in the towel. We are not going to cower down. We're not going to go up in the closet like we have made a mistake sometimes in the past. We've went up in the closet and said, hey, I'll just pray from here. I'm not going out there. We have got to be the city that is set upon the hill. we got to be the one up there that is shining the love and the truth and the communion of our God. Amen? Let me tell you something. United States of America is not done. I'll say it again. United States of America is not done. Amen? You know why? Because you're here, and you're here, and you're here. Praise God. That's why it's not done. Whenever United States of America is done is when God decides to bring you up out of here and take this glorious church home. That's when you can say, she's in trouble now. We're still here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we have the power of God resonating in our hearts and minds. I'm going to give you just a couple statistics, only a couple because we get bored with that stuff quick. I know I do. United States of America is not done, guys. Don't give up on her. Don't give up on this nation that was founded on God's word. Amen? 
Don't give up on this nation. It's got millions upon millions of people praying and giving and giving of their lives and, and giving a sacrifice unto the glory of Jesus, their Lord and Savior. We're not giving up, Lord. The United States of America still has a very huge heart for charity giving. In 2018, 427 billion. 427 billion dollars was given unto charity from this nation alone. Amen? No other nation comes close. Not even close. So don't tell me that God is done with the USA. Honey, we're still doing the will of God. I know they like to show all the bad stuff on the news, but I'll guarantee you the good still outweighs the evil. The good shall prevail. Amen? Glory to God. Yes, the United States of America has flaws. You know why it has flaws? Because we're here. Amen? It has flaws because Bishop Helton's here. As long as I'm here, she's going to have some flaws. We're not perfect, but honey, we're going to, we're determined to get it right, Pastor. If it takes 80 years, ha, hallelujah, glory to God. I'm going to be faithful unto God. Hallelujah, first and foremost. Yea, God. The United States, even though she has flaws, she is also the most free, the most just, and still an exceptional nation upon this earth. Yes, we are free. Why are we here today in the freedom of worship? We're here to give praise unto our Lord and to give honor unto Him. We're still free, church. Amen? Don't be afraid. Don't cower down. Get that white flag out and wave it proudly. Hallelujah. And say, Lord, I have surrendered to you because I've surrendered to you. I don't have to surrender to anybody else. I surrender unto the Lord. His truth resides in my heart today. Amen. One more statistic and I'll move on. The United States still tops the charts by far, actually, in terms of sending out missionaries. 127,000, and this goes all the way back to 2010, 127,000 missionaries compared to second place at that time was 34,000 coming out of Brazil. Tell me the Lord's done with the United States of America. Tell me there's not a lot of good coming out of this nation. Amen. I love United States of America. There have been missionaries that die for this nation. There's been military men and women die for this nation. There's been people that's always been willing to die for the, the ideal of the ideal of freedom and the ideal of equality and the ideal of loving everybody and our rights that comes from God because only God can give you a right that no man can take away. Hallelujah. Oh, they can tell you to put a mask on, honey, but they can't remove the spirit of the great counselor up out of your heart and your mind. Hallelujah. You have him forever. The Bible declares it. That he is with you forever. Even y'all way up there. He's with you forever. I don't usually have people taller than me. But y'all got it accomplished. Amen. How about our colleges? How about our colleges? 
I'm not talking about the secular ones that used to be Christian, started off Christian. I'm talking about the great Christian colleges in this nation today. United States of America still yet today has the greatest Christian colleges in the world. Why do you think they come from everywhere in the world to be trained in Christianity right here? We are still equipping, training, and sending out more good people than anybody in the whole entire world. God is not done with the United States of America. You get excited about that. You stay excited about that. And when you see somebody lost, honey, have enough love of God in you to go to them and tell them there's a better way. Hallelujah. Jesus is the way. And God in the Holy Spirit will confirm that in your own life. Amen. Been confirmed in your life by the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to read you a, a prayer. Y'all still pray? I'm praying more. I'm praying more than I ever have. I see more need to pray than I ever have. I understand that as I am praying, I am probably at my most powerful point in my entire life. As I get down on my knees and humble myself before Almighty God, confess that I am not yet completed, that I am still a work in progress, but I sure have my heart turned towards Him like Daniel had his heart turned towards Israel. I got my heart. You have your heart turned towards God, and God will hear your prayers. He'll save your babies. He'll save your grandbabies to the uttermost because that is why he sent his son Jesus. That's why. Amen. That's why. Yeah, a big house and a few cars, that's nice. I guess that's the fringe benefits, we call it. But I'm telling you, if God wants to take away everything me and that sweet lady right there has worked for being empowered of God, being empowered of God, if he wants to take it all away and save our family, we're good. We're good. She sings a song. All I want from you is for my family to be saved. Amen, church? Salvation is still the first and foremost best thing that can ever happen to you, your family, or anybody that you know. Salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Here's a prayer from our very first president, President George Washington. O eternal and everlasting God, direct my thoughts, words, and work. Wash away my sins in the immaculate blood of the Lamb and purge my heart by the Holy Spirit. Daily, Frame me more and more in the likeness of thy son, Jesus Christ, that living in thy fear and dying in thy favor, I may in thy appointed time obtain the resurrection of the justified unto eternal life. Blessed, O Lord, the whole race of mankind, and let the world be filled with the knowledge of thee, thy son, Jesus Christ. Listen to that, church. You tell me that that man was not knowing that there was a supreme being greater than him 
and he had a relationship with him. The President of the United States of America knew that he needed and had a need to cry out to the Almighty God. Talking that he would have the Holy Spirit convict him and cause him to live a better life upon this earth. Part of the work of the great counselor is certainly that he would convict us of wrong so he can empower us to do right as we are willing. Amen? Guy tried to tell me the other day, boy, I get in some conversations. If you don't want to get in some deep conversations, don't ever get up in this job. Whew. And most of them, I'm not qualified. But he is. And they tried to convince me. They were trying to, through conversation, change my mind. That we're not born in sins. I feel like I'm one of the chiefest of sinners. You're going to try to convince me I wasn't born in sin, really? He said, no. We can do the works of righteousness even from a young age. Oh, I'm probably driving the camera guy nuts. I'll try to be still, I promise. Oh, Lord, help me. Give me strength. I said, sir, let's get two two-year-olds. Let's set them in a room with a, just a one toy. Not two toys. This one. And let's see if they do what's right. He goes, well, they don't know what to. I said, no. They don't know. But they will do what they do know. And what they do know is sin. You liable to see a massacre. Don't put a, don't put a knife in there with that one toy. One of them babies liable to pick it up and use it. Amen. We don't have to teach our children to do wrong. Come on. We got to teach our children to do right. That is the work of the great counselor. He is here to teach us the ways of truth and righteousness. Amen. And if you don't know the truth and righteousness of God as parents, how in the world would you be able to teach your babies and your grandbabies about the truth of God? We have got to continue to stay in the counselor's good graces. When he speaks to you, Say, yea, Lord. Amen. You can argue with him. I've done it. But I lost. And thank God I lost because in my losing, I win. Hallelujah. Because what he wanted was the right thing and what I wanted was the wrong thing. Amen. The great counselor. That's who George Washington is recognizing along with the father. And Jesus Christ, the Son of God. One more statement. This statement came from John Adams. Guys, it is no wonder. It is no wonder. It's not a secret why the United States of America is the greatest nation in the world. We are founded on Christianity. We are founded on the solid foundation of God's Word. Yes, we are. By founders who believed and trusted in God. Oh, no, they weren't all saints. Just like our president right now, he ain't all saint. Amen? Neither am I. 
But praise God, we're looking to the author and the finisher of our faith. We're looking to the one who will make a difference in every situation of your life. For the past 80 years, I'll guarantee you Brother Flynn could tell you story after story after story how God never failed him. And the voice of God, as he was being led of the Holy Spirit, always worked out the right way for the glory of God. Amen? John Adams. The general principles on which the fathers achieved independence were the general principles of Christianity. I will allow, I will avow that I then believed and I now believe that those general principles of Christianity are as eternal and immutable as the existence and attributes of God Almighty. Romans 8, starting at verse 14, for those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship and by him we cry, Abba, Father, hallelujah, glory to God. Church, we have a heavenly, loving Father in heaven. And the Spirit of God has been sent to you and I to bear witness to us that we are the sons and daughters of God. Because he is the witness for Jesus the Savior. I don't know about you, but when I got saved... There was not a person in the entire world that had any hope of convincing me that I had not passed from death unto life. At the age of 37 years old, being so full of the world and being so tired of it, being sick of it, amen. At the age of 37, when I passed from the old-fashioned old altar, we used to come to the altar and kneel down and pray. I know you all still do. I know you do. When I left that altar, I got up and I turned around. I looked at that church and I said, God has saved me. Nobody had to ask me. Nobody had to tell me. I knew that I had passed from death unto life. Why? The witness of the great counselor. I knew that he resided within my heart now and that he was a confirmation that I am saved. Amen. If you don't know that you're saved... I'm telling you, you aren't saved. Honey, when you get saved, you will know that you know that you know that you've passed from death unto life. Amen, church? Listen, it is absolutely disastrous to deny and put off the counsel of the Holy Ghost. Are you hearing me? It's disastrous. People even laugh when they say that there is one unpardonable sin. Amen? They laugh at it because they like to mock God. Come on, somebody. They like to mock God. We have examples in this Bible that we say is the living Word of God. And I'm going to read you an example. Matter of fact, two of them from the Word of God today. And they show both sides the way the pendulum swings. Amen. There's good.
and there's evil. You and I know it. We're watching it played out in front of our eyes every day. There is a fight and a battle of good and evil. Well, honey, if you don't listen to the counsel of the great counselor, you just might find yourself on the side of evil. I had a labor friend of mine. I love him. His name was Tommy. And he knew I was a Christian. He also knew I was a preacher. And he said, Helton, you're on the wrong side, buddy. Your side is weak. With all the love I could put in my eyes and my heart, I said, Tommy, I don't think so. Amen? He said, I'm going to be with the warlords and the warriors. We're coming after you, weak people. He said, there's a battle out there. We're coming after you. I said, I know you are. And I said, I'm just going to stand and watch my Savior take care of it. I don't have to say a word. I won't have to do a thing when that battle starts raging. Amen? God will be the authority. When he speaks, whatever he commands shall happen. I don't know if Tommy saved today. I lost track of him through the years. But I pray that he got on the other side by listening to the great counselor somewhere through his life. Amen? I'm going to right here in 1 Chronicles chapter 10 give you an example of someone who did not listen to the counsel of the Lord. We know him as King Saul. So Saul died for his transgression. I'm at 1 Chronicles 10 and 13. Saul died for his transgression, which he committed against the Lord. Even against the word of the Lord, the counsel, the voice, the leadership of God. Even against the word of the Lord, which he kept not. And also for asking counsel of one that had a familiar spirit. Or you could say an evil spirit. You could say a false spirit. You could say many things. But he took counsel from someone who was anti-God. Are you hearing me? And to inquire of it. He inquired the counsel of the anti-spirit of God instead of listening to the counsel of God. And he inquired not of the Lord. Therefore, he slew him and turned the kingdom unto David, the son of Jesse. You guys know this story in the Bible, those of you that are students of the Bible. Not only was Saul killed, he killed himself actually, but also his sons perished that same day. Amen? Not listening to the great counselor could cost us everything, Pastor. It could cost us our life, our salvation, our ministry, 
your home, your family, your marriage, and also your children's lives. Is anybody hearing me today? It is important to hear and know and follow the counsel of the great counselor. The Holy Spirit will bring the wisdom of God to help you, strengthen you, edify you, encourage you, keep you, and help you to walk the straight and narrow path that God has declared we should walk. This is by the power of the Holy Ghost who is with you today. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. They're both up there on the throne. But the Holy Ghost ministry is here and now. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will always be with you to lead you in the way. Man. Now. I want to read this to you. The Holy Spirit will lead us in divine instruction and wisdom. I'm going to read through a couple of these examples. It comes out of the God's Word. The first one is in 1 Samuel 30 and 8. David inquired of the Lord. Who did David go to? He inquired of the Lord. He didn't go to the medium spirit. He didn't go to the evil spirit. He didn't go to the counselor uptown. I'm telling you, if that counselor uptown is not a born-again child of God with the great counselor living within them, honey, you're wasting your time. You're getting human wisdom. It is not compared with the wisdom of God. You find yourself a good Christian counselor, <laughs> now you've got something that's worth paying your money to because they are not only led of the wisdom of man, but they also have the discernment and the leading of God's Holy Ghost. Amen? Man. Some of y'all looking at me like, I wish he'd have told me that before I wasted my money. If I'd have got here sooner, I'd have tried. David inquired of the Lord, shall I pursue the raiding party? Question. Will I overtake them? Question. Pursue them, he answered. You will certainly overtake them and succeed in the rescue. Amen. David didn't just say, hey, do I go or stay? What's up? No, he was asking for some details, man. He's fixing to go into war. He's getting ready to go to battle. Do you know sometimes you're stepping into battle, and if you're not in tune with the Holy Spirit, you're not aware that you're getting ready to step into battle. And I'm talking of spiritual warfare. And, honey, sometimes they are very, very, very hard and real. Amen. But by the leading of the great counselor, I guarantee you, he will guide you right through there. You'll miss all the pitfalls and continue forward. Samuel 2 and 1 says, In the course of time, David inquired of the Lord. We see a pattern here between David and Saul. A contrast. One went to the medium spirits. And now David is going to the Lord consistently, continually. This is wisdom. This is putting your trust in the great counsel of God. Amen. David inquired of the Lord, shall I go up to one of the towns of Judah? And he, he asked the Lord, and the Lord said, go up. That's what David asked, right? He didn't ask which town. He said, do I go up to one of them towns up there in Judah? Go up. God's a detailed God. That woman sitting right there, my precious wife, she is an absolute detailed answer to my prayer. True story. 
Be careful what you know. She is an absolute, complete one. I had a list. About 10 items on my prayer list. Right there's all 10 of them. She bundled up all that in one little pretty lady. Amen. God's a detailed God. Should I go up to one of the the towns of Judah? He asked the Lord, and the Lord said, go up. Then David said, where shall I go? To Hebron? The Lord answered. Look at here, one more. 2 Samuel 5 and 19. David inquired of the Lord. Somebody say that with me. David inquired of the Lord. Let's do it again. David inquired of the Lord. Amen? If God is going to speak, do you not think that it will be that Spirit of God that lives within you that will give you the unctions and the directions and the guidance? Amen? I know many times in my life I have received unctions from the Holy Spirit of God and I knew through the unction what He was telling me. And there has been a couple times that I literally heard the voice of God verbally heard it out loud I even looked around one time to see how many other people heard it it was like a megaphone amen and I'm telling you when God wants to give you guidance and lead you he is well able to communicate are we well able to receive he is always leading you he's always directing you are you keeping yourself in a place to where you can hear the leading and the unctions of God Almighty. David inquired of the Lord, shall I go and attack the Philistines? You know, these are not small matters. He's asking God, you want me to go to war with these guys? Amen? He's not saying, hey, do I buy bread or milk today? These are matters of people's lives are going to die. People are going to be on the line. And he says, do I go and, and shall I go and attack the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hands? Two questions. The Lord answered him, go. First answer. And then he said, I will surely deliver the Philistines into your hands. Answered both questions. Amen. Listen, church. If you are not asking, you're missing out. If you are not inquiring of the Lord, listen. When you sit down with God in the precious Word of God, the Holy Ghost is sitting there with you. You hear me? This is the Word of Jesus. He is the Word. He is a living Word. He's at the throne of God on the right hand of the Father right now. But honey, when you sit in the Word of God with Jesus, it is the Holy Spirit of God, the great counselor who teaches you what Jesus wants you to know at that time. He don't share all this with you at once. Your brain would blow up. Amen, Pastor? But as you keep on tracking with the Lord, next time you read through that same verse, all of a sudden, new revelation. Same scripture, but now because God has got you to a different place in your walk with him, he reveals a deeper understanding for your walk at that time. What do you think? If everybody in the United States of America, Lord, now we're dreaming big. If they all said, you know what? We surrender our will to the will of God. 
We believe the Bible, the unadulterated Word of God. And we want to do our very best to follow the will of God. What do you think would happen to our beautiful nation? It'd be paradise again. It would be paradise again. Amen? You see, church, we are. You're the city on the hill. You're the hope. Jesus completed his ministry. He did that so he can empower you to go. He said, Father, it's finished. I did everything I need to do to empower them to be able to receive our truth and our power and go forth and share you with a whole lost world. Amen? And so we're the great hope. I told you, not all my family saved. We raised them in church. I've seen them slain in the Holy Ghost. All three of them. But guess what? The great counselor tells me they're coming back. That's what he tells me. And that's why I haven't committed suicide yet. I got peace in my heart. I believe him. We were at a revival. If it wasn't a revival, it was a powerful meeting. I think it was a revival, though. We were distraught over Joey. And the great counselor spoke to my wife very vividly, very profoundly. He said... Joey is going to go around the mountain. Oh, Joey. Going around the mountain's tough, guys. Matter of fact, if you circle the mountain too many times, you start recognizing the scenery. Oh, I've been here before. That's because you didn't learn the last pass through. He's going to go around the mountain, says the Lord. But he's coming back to me. Amen. And so Joey calls last week and says, can't stop bawling. You tired of going around the mountain, Joe? You ready to come home? Amen, church? The great counselor will always do what the word of God has promised. Amen. He is here empowering you. He's keeping you, keeping our minds, keeping us in the power of God. Most of all, he's leading and directing all of us in the ways of the Lord. Amen. You know what I enjoy? There's one thing I enjoy about this season. It's been tough. I can tell you a whole bunch of things I haven't enjoyed. There's one thing I've enjoyed. There's a very stark contrast today between good and evil it's right out there for everybody to see isn't it evil's not tucked away in the closet no more none of it it's right out there and so now I believe as the nation has people turned to darkness I believe our light will shine brighter and stronger than ever 
And here's my encouragement to you today. This too shall pass. Watch and see. 2021 isn't that far away. And I am getting an exciting unction in my spirit from the great counselor of the great things that are going to take place in 2021. Who's ready for 2021? Come on. I am ready for 2021. The great counselor is bearing witness. 2021 will not be 2020. Oh, hallelujah. How many knows when you go up against the greatest warrior in the world, you can only stand there for so long and you get tired and you get defeated and you got to go back in the cave. Amen. He cannot overcome our Lord. The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit is an overcomer. And the overcoming Spirit of God dwells within you. Hallelujah. Today we are the overcoming church and we will not take a back seat. We will win with truth and love and compassion. Yes, we will. There is, there's two forces upon this earth that I believe are the two most powerful forces of the world, and they are truth and love. Honey, when you go out there in love and you tell them the truth, it is indisputable. They might say no, but someday they will have to take a knee to the truth. God is true. Jesus is true. And the Holy Ghost in you is God's correction and his guidance. Amen. Give Jesus a hand clap of praise. <clears throat> Do we have uh, some, uh, some of the prayer team would come forth? And I, if the musicians would like to come. Play a little something if you guys do that. I'd like to, I'd like to pray. Do you guys like praying? I mean, we need prayer. If you don't have anything to pray about, you can pray over me. Amen. I love prayer. Thank you. We have, we have some of them coming up here. They're coming up. Now, you guys know why they're coming up. They're coming up because there's somebody familiar to you, and you can come. You can share your heart with them, or you can just ask them, I have something that I'd just like for you to agree with me, but I don't really want to tell you what it is. It's okay. You're here today, and there have been some things going on in your life that you'd rather not have go on. You've been, you're here today, and, and you think that you've actually been hearing that still small voice of God telling you to lay those things down. Come up here and pray about it. Come and pray about it. There's no better time than right now. Right now, the great counselor is knocking on your heart's door. Amen? Speaking to you to come to him. All across the room, if you'd stand up with me, those who can. You can turn the lights down some now if you desire. Listen, when Peter was drowning, he was going down quickly. He stepped out by faith to walk on the water. And all of a sudden, the storm was raging in his life so heavy, he got fearful. And he got his eyes off of Jesus started focusing on the circumstances around him. When he started sinking, 
he remembered Jesus was still right there. And he cried out, Jesus, save me. And the Bible says, immediately, immediately. I don't know what's going on in everybody's life, but he does. And if you will come up here and share your struggles or share your concerns, share your heart with him, immediately he is with you. He will help you. Hard to walk on water. But if you believe that Jesus is standing here with you today and he is saying, come, you should come forward. Take a step and see if he won't help you. Come to Jesus.
want to go ahead and close out. try to get it everything done in five days so pray for this uh, I just had a birthday and one of my buddies said wow you made it all the way to 35 never thought you'd make it I said feels just like 63 <laughs> but you know it doesn't matter the age we go forward as Christ declares and he empowers amen so if you'll raise your right hand really really high way up there do that this is our real fancy holy dismissal you are dismissed we, hang on just a we second we love you we do have a video we have to show an announcement real fast okay okay Kenzie can you go ahead with that psych social distancing by making sure children are sat, sat six feet apart.
your kid, any of your kids have a fever or any symptoms, please keep them home. Let's do all do our part to keep everybody safe. We will do our best to keep everyone safe, healthy, and happy as we come back together in classes. We cannot wait for September 6th. We're so excited to see you. Thank you. Bye. Well, if you had a hard time hearing on the video, we get to start Kids Rock classes next Sunday. And we are so excited. I woke up this morning talking about it and I instantly started crying because it has been such a long time and we've missed them so much. So I went to a children's conference back in January and I would have never thought that all that time spent there never prepared me for this. I don't think it prepared any of us. There was never a breakout session on how to do kids ministry in a pandemic. So we are so excited to be back together. It will look a little bit different as we do ease into it. If you don't know, if you've never brought your kid to Kids Rock before, it'll be what is you're used to. <laughs> we will have you check your child in and get their name tag at the table. Your child will then join you in the sanctuary for worship. Kids will be staying in worship at this time. They'll sit with their families. When Pastor TJ comes up, he will release them out. They are to exit out the back of the sanctuary where we will be waiting with them, with their teachers, to go to their classrooms. While in their classrooms, we will make sure and maintain that safe distancing with everyone. We'll be spending some time outside. Um, we do ask that your child wears a mask. There, won't be, there, there will be times where they won't be wearing a mask and we'll be, when we're outside, things like that. Um, our pickup will go the same way. We will have you meet at the table. We will check your tag, we will check your child's tag, and then we'll release them out to you. Please try to exit that area quickly so that we can you know, keep everyone distance from each other. We cannot, we are so excited. I mean, we are just so excited to get back in class. It's been a long time. I know, I hope your kids are as excited as we are. We have some really fun things planned and just know that we're gonna do our best to keep them safe and healthy. Um, we thank you for trusting us. We thank you for supporting us through this time. It's been a long time and a lot of YouTube videos and Zoom meetings and it, it's been a lot. And we thank you for being patient and supporting us. We thank you for getting your kids involved as much as they um, were able to. It wasn't ideal, but it was still good to see them and be a part of their lives during this time. So thank you so much, and we will see you next Sunday in Kids Rock. So, I got a few more things. I'm yes, sorry. Go if you ahead. are a guest here, sorry, we're all, this too, third time's a charm. If you are a guest <laughs> here, it's your first time here, we have a form in front you can fill out. All right, you can sign that, and there's a Gifts. I think it's chocolate, right? So everybody loves chocolate. Unless you're allergic. No, there's gift out there and uh, offering. There's buckets to give. Um, give online. And uh, we have uh, Beyond Broken Hearts, September 1st, here at the church. Uh, men's class, Tuesday nights at 7. And then I think we're having a women's meeting this, this Wednesday, right? Because we're in September. Like, August is gone now. I mean, August is so women's meeting sept uh, on, in, on Zoom in September. We have youth here. And then we have uh, Kids Rock, so we're still with kids, but on, sun on Wednesday nights, we're outside, we're trying to keep social distance, which is really hard with kids. 
Um, this week we've got a really great science experiment that your kids are going to enjoy to get to see outside. So make sure and bring your kids so for that. Now you guys. Nope, you got one more. Oh, no, oh, oh man. And one more. Healing Hearts on Thursday, September 3rd here at 7 o'clock at the church. This is a great group for anybody that has dealt with pain or hurts or, you know, just hard times in their lives. We encourage you to come and share with the people at that meeting. And now. Yeah, you go ahead. You do it. No, no, no. I think you should do it. All right. You guys have a great Sunday. You were dismissed. We'll see you. <laughs>